0: 70 WDIA Memphis live from the Reeves law firm 901-504-4444 let us be your voice beyourvoice.com
1: WDIA Memphis proudly presents the Bev Johnson show
2: Let me hear you say Bev
3: Good morning, good morning, and welcome in to WDIA, The Bev Johnson Show. It is indeed a pleasure to have you with us once again on this Monday, August 4th, twenty. 23. Enjoy this fabulous day today. Let's get ready to ask the expert. She is back in the house today. Our sister friend, attorney Ursula Woods from Preferred Title and Escrow, the bankruptcy firm and 901 Rick, is here to share her information, answer your questions, and as always, that famous soap box. When it's your turn to talk, you know you can, 901-535-9342, 901-535-9342. And if this day, this day, Monday, August 14th, 2023 is your birthday, Happy birthday to each and every one of y'all out there who may be celebrating a birthday on this day. We say God, y'all. Go out and celebrate your life. You better. You better. When we come back, we'll talk with attorney Ursula Woods with me, Bev Johnson, on The Bev Johnson Show. Only on WDIA. definitely going to get down. Good morning and welcome in to WDIA, the Bev Johnson Show. It is a Monday, beautiful Monday in Memphis, Tennessee. It's August 14th, 2023. We are asking the expert today. Our expert is back in the house. Attorney Ursula Woods from the bankruptcy firm Preferred Title and Escrow and 901 Rec. We'll be talking with her this day. Also, we'll be hearing that famous soapbox so we invite you to stay when it's your turn to talk you know you can all you need to do is dial these number this number 901 535 9342 901 535 9342 when we come back we'll ask the expert attorney Ursula Woods next With me, Bev Johnson, on The Bev Johnson Show. Only on WDIA.
1: To the Bev Johnson Show, celebrating 36 years of good times and goodwill on double.
0: Happy 75th birthday. The 1070 WDIA.
4: Hi, this is Miss Jody, and I want to congratulate AM 1070 WDIA on their 75th radio anniversary. And we also want to thank you for being the heart and soul of Memphis. You will forever be in our goodwill and good time station, AM 1070 WDIA. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Memphis and WDIA listeners from all over the world. We couldn't have done it without you. Celebrating 75 years on your radio, still serving up goodwill and good times. We're the heart and soul of Memphis, AM 1070 WDIA.
2: Running all over the town. Working hard to bring you the best, never selling
3: Good morning and welcome back to WDIA. We are asking the expert today. Our expert is attorney Ursula Woods from Preferred Title and Escrow, the bankruptcy firm and 901 Rick. As always, we want to say
5: good morning to you, sister. Good morning, sister. How you doing? I'm doing well today. How are you? I am doing well. Happy to be here. Excited as always. Yes, always excited to have you here before
3: we get started you know what happens we have to get that famous
5: a soap box let's talk <laughs> about the famous soapbox first of all how was your weekend been? my weekend was good this weekend it
3: was a it was a good weekend um, had a wonderful weekend. Have, I think I haven't seen you since I went on vacation, but I had mm-hmm. a good weekend this weekend.
5: What did you do for vacation? I went to Aruba. Oh, yeah! Forgot. I forget. How could I forget something like that? I know. How was it? It was fabulous. Really? Okay. Good. It
3: was really. It was really fabulous, Attorney Ursula. It was a relaxing, rejuvenating retreat kind of vacation for me. But Aruba was good. The Ryu. Antilles resort was simply fabulous.
5: Really? Okay, what was your best part about the trip?
3: My best part was being able to relax on the beach. Yes. Cuz that's what I did. Have my chocolate martinis.
5: Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah. The,
3: uh, yeah, uh, one one evening we did the sunset um boat ride. Did Oh, yes. Yeah. That was good. And the 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 resort on Friday night had a white party,
5: mm-hmm. yeah, So that that was good,
3: but it was it was a relaxing. So you all
5: did the resort party, and yeah. it was good. You had small talk with the people, and that yeah, type I of met thing. some people
3: from mm-hmm. all across the country. Met people from Detroit, and I mean, it was
5: black It was folk. really nice. Black
3: folk were there, and it was nice, and it was just relaxing. The food was great the resort has its own casino uh it was, I'm not a casino person but yeah. you know but it it was a relaxing nice uh, nice view my balcony I could sit out and look at the ocean in the morning mm-hmm. so it was it was really good I didn't do a lot of you know shopping and next time I go I might I'll do that right. but this was just kind of a Nice relaxing time. Relaxing because I hadn't really been out of the country since twenty nineteen.
5: Twenty nineteen. Yes, ma'am. And you need to re. You need to relax Because you know, after everything had
3: happened here, I needed that. So it was just kind of a relaxing, sit back, relaxing. Right. Um, But we are going. I'm going to do it again next year. But. Mm-hmm. Next year we'll take a group. It will the gr- Bev Johnson's grown folks. We're coming back. Oh, okay. But this is the, this the Bev Johnson's grown folks one last time.
5: Oh, really? Is it going to be the final? Yeah, for it's the gonna Bev be the Johnson final. grown are folks. Are you all going to go to Aruba? That's yeah, we're going to go back are. to
3: Aruba because I think I, my grown folks would love this place. Yes. Yes. Um,
5: it, it, and how was the food? Food was fabulous. Good. They had good. they
3: had everything at Turnersville so from. Frog legs to duck.
5: That's right. (laughs) They had everything That's right. you thought you wanted to eat. Well, they I think it. I may have to give me a ticket to go you to, mean, the, a grown, to the last a Grown Johnson's grown. Seriously. Yeah, one yeah. more time. Uh, one more time. We're going to do this one more dance, one more spin around the block, as <laughs> right. they say. Yeah, they When say, traditionally, when do you get I, that I'm started? looking
3: at my birthday month, May. May.
5: Okay. All right. I'm
3: looking at the, the month of May, which is my birthday.
5: So I'm going to have to see one. if Attorney Johnson. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think y'all would love talking, this. I'm just talking. We don't know. We don't so, no, no, but you—you you may. Yeah, yeah, I think, it, but I think you would well. like
3: it. It was—it was just simply fabulous, and yeah. I think the people who have traveled with me, they—they they would love this. And what I really loved mm-hmm. is every room, Attorney Ursula, had its own bar. What?
5: Now they you had know its usually
3: you know usually when you go to places, you in the refrigerator they have the little balls. Yes. No, 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 nah, nah. nah, nah, nah. Oh, they had the fifth. They had. And then you you had the little thing, and you get and they had the your, the vodka, the rum, the whiskey, uh-huh. the brandy. And this
5: is each room. Yes, ma'am. And, and it's beer, included. So, yes, ma'am. Wow.
3: Yes, ma'am. Wow. It's included. You don't wow. you don't pay for your soda, you don't pay for your beer, you don't pay for your liquor, you don't pay for your water. Cause okay. you know some places you have to pay for water. Is food included at that resort? Or you have to yes. pay for you. Okay, you don't pay for nothing. What? Food and drink, everything. You just relax and okay. Eat and and drink. we get,
5: and what do you call the Bev Johnson? Grown folks. Bev Johnson's grown folks. Grown Johnson's folks.
3: Grown folks okay, party. I think I'm gonna have to go. Bev to the Johnson's grown folks. Grown folks. And, and, and yeah. in the past, and I don't know if you know, we 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 we've traveled, I've taken grown folks on cruises. The grown mm-hmm. folks. Probably we went to Barbados with the Antigua. You know, so Bev Johnson's grown folks. Yeah, is for grown folks. And the place we stayed, it's it's all inclusive, adults only, no children. Really,
5: no children. Really. Yes, ma'am. Okay.
3: So you don't have to be by we you... don't
5: have to worry about our children. No, you don't Not worry that about children. Love any less, I know. But but, but, you know, but the,
3: the, the, the hotel across from it, which is mm-hmm. also a re
5: Hold it, on, guys. We're talking about family. May twenty twenty-four. Yeah. May twenty twenty-four. We're talking about possibly doing a grown folks tour. Yeah. Pa-
3: party one more yeah, time. One
5: more time. I may be there. I'm strongly <laughs> considering it. I'm strongly considering especially so, if so, I get attorney So my,
3: my travel agent, Regina Johnson, is yeah. working on that now now
5: is so regina out of memphis she's in memphis she's, she's in right memphis. here in memphis and okay. she's the best
3: damn she and verdale wow, shout the best, out to best regina dogs, dog, travel agents they whatever you need they can book she fixes really? it up she does it oh yeah sweetheart okay, they are sweetheart. well
5: you know this is black business month and okay. the black business association here in memphis has really been puffing that up ernest strickland over there has been doing a phenomenal yeah, job yeah he was on so. the show oh was he uh Last week, yeah, what okay. Well, yeah. shout out to Ernest, yeah. he's on the show, he's um, a really cool guy. I've met him a few times. And I've even connected uh, my son to him, and I'm looking to partner with them with their program. They have a mentor program that they're tapping into the community. If you want to be matched with – it's like a matchmaking service for business. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you talked about it. So if you want to be matched with another professional in the industry that you're looking to expand in or the industry that you're in – Then you could contact the um, Black Business Association, Mm -hmm. and they have a process. I'm not affiliated with them, but I have been interested in getting more involved with the BBA. So, yeah, yeah, Ernest doing a good job. So, as a black, since it is Black Business Month, that Mm -hmm. is one of the things that we are going to talk about. Is if you just to let you know. Um, But I'm going to do the soapbox. But just to let you know the flow of the day, we are going to talk about business. So if you are in the market, I have considered, you know, everybody else is a boss. I think I'm considering having a side business. And I would like to discuss that a little bit more. And if you are working for a small business owner, I have some tips for you. But with that said, what I was going to say is I Mm -hmm. want to spotlight. You said that your travel agent. Um, did a good job, and in honor of Black Business Month, mm-hmm. we want to say, wasn't Regina
3: Johnson? And her so business Regina is called Johnson.
5: Hodge Podge Travel. Hodge Podge Travel. <laughs> so if you're in the market and you're in Memphis, Bev Johnson definitely has utilized her. And of course, I'm considering doing it for next year as well if I travel with them. So don't forget, Hodge Podge Travel. Tra- yes, right. So today's soapbox, today's soapbox, I want to talk about. It's in line with Black Business Month. If anybody has had a child um, or have been around children, we've all had French fries or we've all had chicken nuggets or the kids have had fruit snacks. They have had something and we have bought it for them. We give it to them. And then what do we do? We're like, oh, let me get a fry Mm -hmm. or let me get a let me get a chicken nugget. And when you do that, the kids will sometimes have a complete meltdown. Right? Mm -hmm. You've taken your hard earned money, you've taken your hard earned time, and you said, instead of doing what I want to do, I want to be selfless and do what's best for my child. I know I'm dramatic, I'm making this a little more dramatic, but it's really what it is. You've taken your resources and you've set set them to the side and said, this is going to be earmarked for feeding my child. Mm -hmm. Okay? You then give the child the French fries, you give the child the chicken nuggets, and then you what you just snatch one for yourself. Mm -hmm. And then the child has a meltdown. Right. But with the child, that child is probably five, six, seven, eight, maybe even 10. What they don't realize is a few things. Number one, your finances is what purchased it. Just like you can give it, you can take it away. You Mm could have withheld that from them. You know, Mm -hmm. you're not required to feed your children. If you don't want to feed your children, you can always give them up for adoption. So technically, you are not required. You're just required to take them to somewhere safe if they are not being cared for by you. That's what you're required to do is get them in safe hands. So technically, you would not. But we all know that we're selfless. So then we do for our children. So the first thing that the child does not realize is, A, that you're the one who has financed this project. And so you would think that if you have financed it, then that child or that person on the receiving end would be what? Gracious enough to receive that and be willing to share. But as we all know, people, including our children may not always be gracious. The second thing that the child does not realize is not only that your finances took it, but the second thing that they realize they do not realize is that You could not only have gotten their fry just out of a generosity on their end, but you could also go and buy 10 fries for yourself. You didn't have to ask the child for the fry. However, you did. Right. And here's the point I'm making. However, you did. In life, it's better to be generous. You're not really, you're only thinking from it. When you get upset because someone is taking something from you, that's because you you think that that person is your only resource. That is not your only resource. Your source comes from heaven above. When you miss an opportunity... When someone takes something from you, be it a French fry or either $5 or $5,000 or $50,000, please trust, know, and believe that everything will work out if you continue to move forward in truth, honesty, and continue to build what you're building on. Just because someone took something from you does not mean that that is the last of it all. There is another resource that is out there, and that resource is already within you. Someone recently said this is completely off topic, but the same. Mm -hmm. They said that they drink alcohol in order to give them courage to have conversation with people, just even small talk, that they need that extra ounce of courage from the alcohol. And then a friend of mine told that person said, no, that's already inside of you. The ability to have casual conversation is already inside of you. The ability to be a millionaire is already inside of you. The ability to be a billionaire is already inside of you. You don't need an external thing in order to make that happen. Now, it would be nice. Yes, you're going to need clients, but your source is not one source. Your child is upset about you taking a French fry because they look at you as the only source. Because for most children that you are the only source, but what they don't realize, the same thing you gave, you could always take away. The same thing that you gave, you could give many more. But because of their limited capacity in that moment, then they will have an overreaction. But you as an adult have to realize that one no from a customer, that one customer is not your source. That one closed door, that is not your source because anything that is for you, anything that is meant to come to you will not be denied to you. Not your mama, your daddy, any naysayer, a hater. Nothing will be able to stop it coming to you because it's already for you. It was your gift. It is what God has ordained to happen in your life. Your job is to recognize it when it comes. See, it's easy to see that a gift is a gift. But sometimes you don't recognize that the people that are already in your life are gifts to you. You may not recognize that your mate is really a good thing who you may think, oh, men may say, oh, my wife is controlling. Or women may say, my husband is controlling. Is he really or she really controlling? Or are they trying to help guide you in the direction that they see for your life and that you have spoken over your life? Is that person telling you, hey, get up. We got to go walking. Is your spouse telling you that because you've made up in your head that they just want you to be a zero? Or do they really know what the doctors have told you? Mm. Mm-hmm. Or is it that your spouse is writing you about drinking more water, not just to get on your nerves, but because they know that you've been having some kidney issues? You're not flushing those things out of your system. See, your spouse only knows what you did this weekend. They know y'all was drinking all night. And so, yeah, on Monday, they're like, baby, did you get the water bottle? Baby, I got, you know, our exercise shoes. When you get home, let's go walking. That's the person that you love and trust saying, hey, let's take some time out and care about ourselves." It's not that that person is being controlling, but really they're speaking a love language. So we have to be able to recognize the blessings that are coming into our life and then be able to handle them and not smack the hand that's trying to, you know, guide Mm -hmm. us in the direction, you know. Mm -hmm. So my soul box today is be generous. It's better to give than to receive. And also be able to recognize when you are receiving the be able to appreciate the beauty and the gift that's being given to you to be able to recognize that growing pains can be painful, but you're growing needless to say. So that's my soapbox. I love it. I love it. I love it. That's my soapbox. Good soapbox. Anything you want to add when it comes to generosity? I think think
3: that that is how we get our blessings. Attorney O'Sloh, when we're generous. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and I think people who are the most generous—they have—they get their blessings, and 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 I, I agree with you. Being generous—it's it, a blessing to you.
5: Yes, it's—and
3: you're right. I've, I've always been taught by my mother.
5: It's better to give than receive. Right, absolutely, it yeah. is. Yeah. And and if you know that you're struggling in that area of being selfish, and yeah. only you know. If that is an issue, if you'd rather say, why am I going to give to everybody else? Because everyone has taken something from me and they have no one has ever helped me. Listen, I know that's in the back of your head and I know that those individuals do exist. But what I do want to encourage you, that should be a sign. Yeah. But that should I be a sign you, for I you to you, challenge yourself and yeah. either get in church or either kind of YouTube how to get out of being a selfish person. You'll be amazed at mm-hmm. how Googling YouTube, how to be left self, less selfish, mm-hmm. how that would just point you in the right direction of maybe getting some help that you need in those areas. So just And I'm not saying break the bank. I'm not right. saying that. Because one of the reasons why there's a disparity. I'm sorry. I'm just no, going on. No, you're okay. All right. One of the disparity I'm jumping a subject just a little bit because I want to talk about this too. I was going to talk about this at the end, but I'm going to talk yeah. about it now. Okay. So one of the disparities within the African-American community when it comes to wealth building is the fact that even though we're making, we let's say a college graduate, okay, let's say we all come out and we're making 80000 okay? The person that's making that 80000 the family members pull on that person and ask them for money to help them the family members that are not making the 80,000. And so it's it's unfortunate because within our community it's hard for those that have quote unquote made it to hold on to their income because they're being pulled on by other family members to help them financially. Just because your cousin or your sister, your brother, your mother, your father is making You know, more than the average, that does not mean that you can pull on that person and borrow and beg for money because you have not been responsible in a certain area. You should also be considerate of another person and where they are financially and then kind of gauge if Now is the time to go get assistance or is now really and truly the time for you to buckle down and have a bigger budget. It's just trying to get you to think outside of yourself in those moments. If someone's passing away and of course you need some assistance, maybe start being proactive right now and considering life insurance policies. Some life insurance policies can be as little as $22 or as much as $50, $60, $70 and up. Um, Thomas DuBose he has a a insurance company now he shops rates everywhere where he can give you the best rate but this individuals like that that you need to have that you can pull on to hedge what is happening in your future okay we all know that someone is going to die Maybe you should consider getting some life insurance, twenty bucks a month, maybe enough to at least cover family um expenses for a funeral for a family of three or four. I'm not sure, you know, but if the average funeral is ten to fifteen thousand, you get, let's say four policies at ten thousand apiece, that's forty. And let's see if that can help you and assist you if someone passes away, then you already have the funds to be able to pay. So these are things that we're just exploring now about life and things that can assist you. So as business owners, just be aware that as you make money, more people may pull on you to borrow money. But you need to be conscious. Is this the Holy Spirit that's moving you to do this? Or is this just another person that's being begging, but they're really not even a place of need. They're just in a place of want and they're using you. You have to be in a place where you can decipher those things as you continue to move up the ladder and as you continue to earn an income. I think I love my little two cents.
3: I, I love your two cents. Thank you for the, the soapbox. All uh, right. Today you want to talk about black businesses.
5: Yep. Today I want to talk about black businesses. So if you've ever considered being a boss or if you've ever considered taking your side hustle and making money out of it, then today's show is definitely for you. Or if you know someone who is considered starting a business, this these are the tips that I'm going to give you. They're in no order. It's not like one is more important than the other, unless I say it is. But really, we're just talking about all of the ideas, all of the thoughts. I'm also on social media. So if you Google Ursula Woods on Facebook, you can see us in the studio live. We are currently here. And if you want to chime in, ask questions, you can also do so, or you can call us at 901- or you can watch us on Facebook live and ask questions at Ursula Woods Ursula Joy Woods All right, so Mm -hmm. Bev Mm -hmm. and I are both going to kind of talk this through so the number (laughs) one tip so as you know I've been practicing in real estate law for the last 25 years this was my quarter of a century anniversary in in May so that's when I graduated from law school So I've been practicing for 25 years. I've owned my own business since 2006. So that's 2016, um, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. So that is 17 years. 17 years I've owned my own business. So with that said, I want to talk about what I have experienced and what I have learned and what I've seen As a business owner, so I'm speaking about things from personal growth, personal uh, failures, and personal successes. And the same thing with Bev. Mm -hmm. So, my number one tip, and like I said, none of these are in any certain order. So, the number one tip that I'm gonna talk about is hiring. That is one of the toughest challenges that I had as a business owner. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not an island. I cannot survive on my own. It requires a team. And one of the things that they don't teach you in law school um, or any other type of school, unless (laughs) you specifically went for it, is how to hire. That is not Mm. something that they automatically teach you. No, they don't. They don't teach you how to build a practice, Mm -mm. how to hire, how to fire. And so I would hire individuals based upon personality, you know, like, Mm -hmm. oh, Bev is really nice. She's fine. I'm going to hire her. I love going to the hair salon and talking to Bev. She would be a great person in the office, not necessarily, because it's a certain skill set that is required to complete a task. And the skill set that it takes for me as a business owner is not the same skill set that it would take for my paralegals to be able to function in their job. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I need to know, first off, what are the skills that are needed to complete the tasks that I'm hiring for? Also, then need to know what is the personality type that would best have that type of skill set? Because, yes, certain skill sets are absolutely attributed to certain personality types. My personality type is more of a leadership role. That does not mean that I can't follow. I'm actually a great team player, but I am not going to lie. I will likely lead the team that I am on. If there is a stronger leader on my team, I can then concede to that leader and then let that person lead. But they definitely would have to be a stronger leader than me. And yes, that makes for a difficult situation because the next question should be, Ursula, how do you how do you gauge? You're not the standard. Well, if I'm on a team and there's a task. I am going to have a spirit of excellence about making sure that that task is complete. And if the person who's supposed to be leading does not have a spirit of excellence, there will be some certain conversations that will be had unless it's their project and not our project. If it's your project, then I'm going to just simply follow your lead. So there are rules to someone like me and whoever would work with me. If they're on a team, they would need to know that. Well, the same thing about you and your personality. You may be a B C or D type personality. If so, then you need to know what type of team members you need on your team so that you can succeed, uh, be successful. So with that said, my number one tip to anybody that is starting a business, and I'm saying number one, but it's going to be many, mm-hmm. is to learn how to hire, learn how to fire. I use a system called Predictive Index, called Predictive mm. Index. What does that mean? Um, Predictive Index, if they Google it, it's just it's a hiring software. Okay. It's a personality assessment where they'll tell you, Bev, here's your personality type And here's how your personality types fits within your team members that are out there. So they would look at the one, they would look at your bosses and Uh then other personalities. And then you would see, what do you need to be successful? What do I need to be successful? But it's a way, it's already scientific. You don't, you know, it's not rocket science. Mm -hmm. And then, but learning that took years, Beb. I think, um, let me see, I've been practicing, what, 17 years, I said. So I probably learned this about 12 years in so and one time, one of my friends said, well, what took you so long to figure out hiring? I didn't know what I didn't know.
2: Mm.
5: I did not know what I did not know. I did not know what I did not know. So until I could figure that piece out, I had to be exposed to what? Other individuals, and that's my next point. You need a mentor. The reason why I even found out about Predictive Index or shall I say the entire concept of learning what is needed in a role and then what is the best person to put in that role, Because I was at a convention for uh, title company owners. And when I was at that convention, there was a guy, we had a breakout session about hiring and firing employees. So, you know, I was there because I knew that I knew that that was a weak area for me, Mm. but I did not know how to fix it. So I'm in there and I'm watching everybody kind of big, not bickering, but you're not going back and forth. And because all across the country, people are having issues with hiring, which I'm not going to lie. Even when you're talking about having mentors or having people who do the business that you do. That was comforting for me because now I can have a cross session with people who understand my struggle. I'm thinking I'm in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm the only one who's having hiring issues. No, everybody is having hiring issues. So I then I'm in there and I see this one guy that's sitting back, literally cool, calm and collected. He might as well have been twiddling his thumbs. So once I met him, I, who did I talk to? I wouldn't talk to the guy who was unbothered Mm -hmm. because I knew I'm like, he is so not worried. This is not his issue. I want to see what was his solution to his problem. And he wasn't contributing to the conversation either, which he doesn't have to, but I noticed it. So I went over to him and I asked him, why are you so cool coming collected to tell me your secret? And then that's when he told me about predictive index. You hire this company, they come in, they do an assessment. And then after they do an assessment for the job, what's needed for the job, then they teach you about the process. And then you can just simply have the people fill out a form 10 minutes or less. And, um, And then it spits out whether they're a good fit. I only hire if you can pass the, pass the predictive index, and if you lie about the predictive index, oh, it's going to show because you won't be able to complete the job in the way in which we need it, or you'll start having issues in certain areas. So my 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 first tip to you is learn how to hire and learn how to fire. Fire quickly. If someone is not doing their job and you've gone through the process with giving them a PIP, a performance, um, you know, initiative plan in which Mm -hmm. they improvement plan in which they have the skills that are they understand the skills that are needed. You're giving them the skills if they're missing any skills and then you're monitoring what they're doing to be able to meet um, your need or whatever the skill set that's needed or whatever the task that's not being completed. You have to be able to follow through. If they're not following through, if they're not doing their job, you're going to have to really you know, beef it up and do the hard thing, which is fire them. It does feel bad to fire somebody, Bev. Have you ever had to fire anybody? Yeah, let, me, let me think.
3: Uh, you know what? I, I was ch- trying to think in my position when I was news director, mm-hmm. did I have to fire anybody? Yeah, 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 yeah. How did
5: that make you feel? It did
3: make me feel well, because it you know, does because it. I, because you, when you think about it, in that position that I had, superiors, you mm-hmm. know, supervisors that tell me, well, so you know, instead of they're doing it, they make you do it. Yes, but, yes, but, but I understood it. But it, it, it doesn't, it, do, it doesn't feel, it doesn't. It's not a good
5: feeling. It is not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling. It is not. But a good also, feeling. you
3: need to know, and I think you you have a point. You also need to know how do you fire somebody?
5: Yes. So when when have you had an experience at a business? You don't have to say the name, and it was a negative experience. You mind sharing, like, what was your negative experience? Was it a customer service agent? Was the product not doing well? When you had a bit bad experience at a business that you said, "I'm never going back."
3: Customer service. Customer service. Yeah, that's a biggie with me. So based that the customer service is bad, if, if 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 the people who are working there at the place have mm-hmm. attitudes,
5: I'm not gonna. You're not getting my money anymore. Right. Right. Never. Never. Okay. So y'all hear that, right? So Bev was she had an experience at mm. a business, mm-hmm. the customer service was poor, and she made a decision that go- they will never. She will never go back to that business. Mm-hmm. Don't you know that people will say the same about your business? Yes. They will say the same thing about your business. So you want to keep, you know, you want to keep Kim. Kim is a great person. She's very kind to you. But guess what? You are getting complaints that Kim is not nice to the patrons that come in. Right. We cannot keep Kim. You have to have a discussion with Kim. You have to tell her what your demands are. Um, I'm sorry, what your standard is, yeah. and then you have to give her the skill set and the plan to improve. But if Kim does not improve, then Kim has to be fired. And it's a decision. You have to make the hurdle, right? Mm-hmm. That's a decision that Kim has made because Kim has specifically chosen not to do her job. So if Kim has chosen not to do her job, then essentially Kim has fired herself. Or you've set Kim up for failure because you've asked her to do a job that you know she can't do. Mm-hmm. I have someone that is great in the back, great with uh, math and numbers and yeah. getting things done. But she literally said, you want me to be the receptionist? You want me to type on this computer and say good morning? Why
3: can't she you do that? She said she
5: cannot <laughs> type and say good morning. Now, with that said. Yeah. Everybody has their limitations. That particular person is amazing at what she does. But outgoing, gregarious, being on the front desk, answering phone is not it. You know, it is not it. So instead of firing her, I moved her position to a different position. She has been with me for over 10 years now. And but if I would have had her on the front desk, I would have set her up for failure. Yeah. So sometimes it doesn't require firing. Sometimes it requires moving them into a position in which mm-hmm. they can be more successful. But these are the things that you have to consider as a business owner. Another thing, I really should have probably taken a business management class. Mm. So if you're in school and you're thinking about electives <laughs> to take, or even if you're thinking about how, um, starting a business, I would definitely say consider Southwest or U of M mm-hmm. and take a business class. LeMoyne. Yeah, lemoyne owen College. Please consider LeMoyne, yes, HBCU, please. Yes. all of us and my kids, a third generation HBCU grad. So yeah, so Lemoyne Owen College as well, and consider taking a business class so that you can learn how to hire, how to fire, how to properly manage. Um, one time, Kevin Orr, he is over at, um, he was at Amazon, but he has been to all of these major companies and has done very well for himself with management. So I could, I would pull on him sometimes and ask him, hey. Can you tell me about how you would handle this situation? He began to give me these tips. Mm -hmm. And I was like, good Lord, how did you learn this? He said, well, I got a master's degree in this area. You know, I got a college degree in this area. So then that's when I was like, hmm, I wish I would have taken some classes. So, yeah, so hiring and firing is important when you're talking about starting a business. And let's talk about something that we really don't usually talk about. Customer service within the African-American community.
3: Hold your thoughts. Okay. We will we, we'll talk about that. We're going to talk take about, about, about that when I, we yes, come back. please. We please yes. we need to talk I about want to talk about it. We are talking business today with Attorney Ursula Woods from Preferred Title and Escrow, the bankruptcy firm, and nine zero one Rick is here. If you have a question for her today, we will open up our phone line for you nine zero one. You're listening to The Bev Johnson Show on W.D.I.A.
1: You're listening to the Queen of Talk on WDIA.
3: Welcome back. As we ask the expert, our expert is attorney Ursula Woods from Preferred Title and Escrow, the bankruptcy firm, 901 Rec. This day, we are talking business. Attorney Ursula.
5: Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. So today we are talking about um, just to let you know, we're talking about businesses okay specifically black businesses so if you are online if you're online go to Facebook type in Ursula Joy Woods and you'll see me live I am live and I want you to tag your business on this Facebook live because I want people to know about your business because it is Black Business Month so some of the people that have been tagged is number one my number one favorite girl which is Pamela White Webster um, as you all some of you know, she has been my partner for I think about 15 years or so. And so um it'll make me want to cry. But she and I are she's gonna open up her own office. She's always been an independent agent, but she's gonna open up her office now. So she is my competition technically, but look, we're gonna still shout her out because it's enough to go around. So first up is Pamela White Webster, hashtag close with Pam. Cedric Webster is on there. They have an Airbnb, one in particular. And they buy and sell houses and build houses and flip them. So if you ever see uh I think it's called CMP Investment, if I'm not mistaken, on your contract, please accept it. And they have an Airbnb that is going to be in Crosstown. I've seen it. Absolutely beautiful. Next up, we want to shout out Crystal Harris. She is the broker that's your home girl. Um, she owns, uh, Harry's realty, which is down to, oh my God, y'all, their office is so beautiful. It'll make you want to buy the office. Um, so then we have Latasha Conway, divine real estate, um, as well. Oh, Cedric. Good morning. Cedric Webster is a lieutenant, lieutenant also with the city of Memphis fire department. And then we have oh oh just more people tagging so make sure you go to Ursula Joy Woods um, Facebook page and make sure you tag your business and if you're own definitely log in so i just want to shout out a few businesses and if you're looking for a business in honor of Black Business Month definitely go to this Facebook live log on and make sure that you comment your business below and if you have any questions you can definitely ask them there so we started off let's go back to and we're going to shout out more businesses at the end Um, so we're going to go back to talking about being a boss so if you considered about being a boss or shall i say starting a business or if you consider just simply turning your side hustle into a business, this is the conversation for you. The first up, we talked about hiring. You need to learn how to hire and fire. That is one of the things that took me... About 12 years to learn, but I did finally learn that, but it did cost me business. And of course, people still sometimes be like, do you still have those people that was working there with bad customer service? No, we do not. We've improved. So that brings me to the next point about customer service. Within the African-American community, um, I think that we have some unique challenges. This can be an open discussion. Um, I'm definitely open. I'm not saying this factually. I'm telling you what my personal opinion is. Um, And I feel as though the reason why some of our business owners within our community struggle in that area is because of lack of experience. Lack Mm. of experience. Okay. Okay. Then on the other end, I think it's a lack of um, having proper expectations from clients. I think because we've had a tumultuous introduction into the American society because we were ripped from our homeland and everything that we endured for 400 years, and, 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 I, and I am taking it back there, because of that and because we there are obstacles every step of the way in life for us, then we believe and we expect that when we see one another— that we would at least have enough dignity, civility to give one another a break. Okay. You expect it from me and I expect it from you because it's like, we understand the struggle and I get that. Mm -hmm. But with that said, everything that you give, everything that you expect, you should be willing to give. So you, if you're expecting someone to have mercy and grace and to give you a discount, then if that's what you're expecting, then you have to, Ask yourself, what is that person getting, right? They're going to give you 100%, but you only want to pay them 50%, but you want 100% job done, but you only want to pay 50%. So you have to ask yourself, how can this person survive if you're constantly having to discount If they have to constantly discount their price. Right. Mm -hmm. And then what is that going to do to you psychologically? Well, here comes Miss Mary asking for a discount yet again, knowing that I have to sew 50 choir uniforms for her. And yet she only wants to pay me the cost that for the materials and maybe give me $10 more that psychologically will put you in a bad mood because i can now not meet the basic needs of my family but -hmm. because you may complain because you may go on social media and put a bad word on me, I'm going to move forward and do it. So you have to be careful about being on the customer service end, what you're demanding of a business owner, and then as business owners, what are you giving? So when you find yourself in a position in which people are asking you to discount your fees, instead of giving them bad customer service, you need to just simply say you cannot. No is a complete sentence, but you can always deliver no with a smile. But no is a complete sentence. And then you as a consumer, be careful about what you're asking for someone to discount fees for because they too have to earn an income. Be careful about when you challenge someone's fees. So say, for instance, right now, I need to have some work done at the house. If you've been following me for any type of time, you understand Mm -hmm. that I had a flood back in December where we have gotten repairs done, but- There's still things that need to be done. So one of the subcontractors I called said that he has a service fee. Okay. It's I think one company charged 200, another one charged 150 and I end up going with the company that they actually said was the best and they end up charging a hundred dollars. Cheap can be expensive. I did not go with the hundred dollar person simply because it was a hundred. I went with them because they said that they had, I've heard great, um, feedback from people regarding this company and the hundred dollars is reasonable. But here's my point. Some people will have a consultation fee. Do you go to work for free? No, you do not. You get your check on the 15th of the 30th or either every single week or either once a month, but either way you get your paycheck. You do not work for free unless you're volunteering. So when you go to someone, there may be a consultation fee, especially someone that is an attorney, a licensed practicing attorney, which is what I am as well as attorney Monica Johnson, or if you're going for a service job such as an apply you know somebody to come mm. out to make a repair or to look at your AC unit, they are taking time from their day where they could be making money. They could currently be making money, but they're moving away from making money to do another repair job to come and talk to you about your repair job. So there may be a fee. The reason why this fee is there because they are taking time from their day to service you and to give you their expert opinion. So if you cannot afford it, instead of asking for a discount, call around to find someone that rate is compared to comparative to what is in your budget Or you may just simply want to YouTube how to repair the item yourself, how to build or make it yourself, or how to self-service your own need. Okay, so just be careful. So when you're in customer service, I want to talk about expectations as well as what you should do. The next is you may want to take a class because based upon your personality type, we talked about that under hiring, then your customer service level just might not be where it should be. You may not know how to communicate with individuals. At one thing that I'm noticing, Bev, I want you to chime in and okay. it may just be me. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I am finding as I continue to age that my patience was beginning to lower for people who don't understand what I'm explaining.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: I become frustrated. Yes. And I had to start slowing my own self down and recognizing these are the things about me. And I'm serious about this. I recognize three o'clock or later, I start getting hungry again. So when I'm hungry, (laughs) when I'm hungry, then I can be impatient. And so then that is a me problem, not the person who's on the other end of the call, the person who I'm servicing. So I know about three o'clock, I'm going to start having a snack. It's a healthy snack because what? I don't want diabetes. I'm explaining all of this in detail because even as a business owner, these are things that you must think about. I know that my customer service will go down around three because I get hungry. Another word is hangry because I do believe that food makes you happy. So I usually have to eat. So then when I'm taking telephone calls, then now I can or if I'm having consultations, then I can do so in a patient way. So because I know that is a flaw of mine, then I started working on it. So, Bev, as you age, did you notice any personality changes within yourself? Oh, sure, sure. Sure. Okay,
3: what's one if you don't mind talking? And, about and one them? of the ones, and, and I go with you with, with patience. I've always been a patient person, mm-hmm. but uh, as as I get get older, I'm thinking, Lord have mercy, how come these folks don't get it? I I, I lose my patience, then I have to catch myself. Oh uh-huh. wait a minute, it maybe it's them. Maybe they just don't know. Or <laughs> is right, it me? right, 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 right. and so I have to catch myself sometimes. Okay. Lord help me be patient. I want to be like Job. I, hey. yes. Hey, so I, I do I I know I've always had patience, but as getting older is that any little thing like, "Oh Lord, you're getting on my nerves."
5: Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So then you started recognizing when I those did. And and I learned, and, and and I have
3: to take a deep breath. I have to breathe. Yeah. I have to I have to inhale and exhale. Right. I do that. You know. So I don't go off on somebody, which right. may, you know, so I have to catch myself.
5: So you all hear heard it here first. One of the tactics, if you are in a customer service industry business, yes. or if you are giving customer service just simply by the nature of your job, if you are fi- feeling frustrated, breathe.
3: Yes, please breathe. Breathe. Inhale and
5: exhale. Yeah, take a moment. Take a moment. Mm-hmm. That breathing, the breathing, just to let you know the science behind the breathing. The breathing has to be quick in, and then slower out. That's it. They say do that three times, quick in, all the way in, and right once you're at the end of that breath on the inhale, try to do it one more time. It's psychological. They say do it one more time (laughs) in, and then slowly breathe out. Do that three times, and it's to calm you, okay? It is to calm you. There are times my kids actually know where I would just take a moment, and just begin that breathing because it actually slows down your heart rate and it um regulates your nervous system. Because you know when people say you are getting on my nerves, that feeling that's inside of you, you will oh, I cool, I calm down just by doing a little breathing exercise just now. So, yeah, so the calmness and the peace will come over you in spite of the chaos that is around you. That is a true sign of maturity. How calm, cool, and collected can you stay in spite of the chaos that is around you? So this is also we're all talking about customer service. So are we going to have to deal with disgruntled clients? Are we going to have to deal with crazy coworkers and employees? Yes. Or your crazy employer? Yes. But you are in control of your response. Um, once I was having a conversation with a friend and I said, why didn't you address that issue on the spot? She said, oh, I did not have the patience nor the kind words to address it. Sometimes you are going to have to take a step away from a situation and tell the person, listen, I'm going to get you a resolution. If you can give me till in the morning or if you give me an hour or whatever the case may be to let them know that you have to take a step back and then come back to that issue When you're working with your staff, you, we talked about hiring, you've hired these individuals, you're paying them. You need to be able to maintain a healthy staff. And that starts with you. Why would you intentionally make somebody day bad because yours is bad? No, you need to get in control of your emotions, get in control of your thought life. You need to get in control with it by doing what? Reading, getting therapy, educating yourself. If people tell you that you're edgy, you're probably edgy. Everyone is not lying and say, well, I'm just going to start my own business. So I'm going to be like Ursula, I'm going to be a boss. No, it requires for me to deliver great customer service. My entire um, symbol for my company is a fleur de lis, which means spirit of excellence. So even though I'm a quote unquote boss, I still have to deliver Excellent service for an excellent pay for excellent clients so they can keep coming back. So we have to work on our customer service on how we treat our staff and how do we treat other people. De-escalating. You're going to fall into situations in which someone is so irate that they are just off the wall, bouncing. They are level 10. In those particular moments, they are highly emotional and logic does not live there. Logic, Mm. when when you're confronted by someone that is highly emotional or if you're being highly emotional and you're being passionate about whatever the issue is in that moment – You are more than likely not being the most logical person. I'm not saying every time we're just saying it's possible that you're not being the most logical. And so you may want to follow up if you're the one who's being emotional and who's being very passionate in your conversation. You may want to tell someone at the end of that. I know that I'm passionate about this topic, so we can definitely have a more logical discussion later. But right now, I'm just expressing my emotions in this moment. I still want you to hear me. And then give them a time, you know, tomorrow or later on this evening or whatever the case may be, that you reopen that conversation. If it's just a client and they're upset because you gave them, you know, A, instead of giving them B, then, of course, you want to hear their heart, apologize, make amends, and keep it moving. But you never want to match someone's energy. If they're fussing, fighting, cussing, where it looks like it's going violent, then always call 911. 911 can be your friend. That is what police are for. And let's talk about something within our community that I would like to talk about. Snitching. <laughs> yes. It's just a really quick thing. Okay. We have a rule in our community in which we see a crime, then people don't always want to report it. I have a theory on that. That is not telling the police about some who murdered um your gr- uncle is not quote unquote snitching. Snitching is when you have two criminals who have decided to do a criminal act and then they do not want to tell the police that the there were actually two people involved. Get it? So you got Joe and Mike, they're in business to de- together to do a criminal activity. Joe gets caught, Mike doesn't. So Joe should not snitch on Mike because Joe and Mike were doing the crime together. That is truly what quote unquote snitching is about. It's for two criminals. Snitching, it is not snitching if you have two innocent people that want to report a crime. You are not a criminal. You were a victim of a crime. So please call the police and report that so that you can be protected and be able to operate your business properly. You're also required to report crimes because you want to be able to protect protect those that are coming into your establishment. So you must um, report certain crimes. Which brings me to another point regarding customer service. You should not be the one that's committing criminal activity. You should not take matters into your own hands and escalate it to criminal activity. You call the police so that they can do so. Another thing about customer service, you want to be consistent. You want to be consistent. We've all been in places in which, oh, I'm going to let him in with sports gear. Oh, no, I'm not going to let that other person in. But you want to be consistent with your policies and make sure that they're up and they're in writing. And let's make sure that our policies make sense and that they're conducive to the area in which you live. Memphis, Tennessee used to have strict policies on their attire when you go to restaurants. From living downtown, people are coming in now with tennis shoes now they're Mm. not workout gear not not to the point where you look like they're dusty muddy you know but because now in 2023 after the pandemic people use tennis shoes as a statement it is a part of their suits now Mm -hmm. so you don't you may not want to say well no sneakers are allowed you may want to say it's on a case by case basis and let people know you may not want balloons in your establishment your rule is your rule but just understand that as a client as a customer you have to adhere to these people rule. You cannot go in and demand something other than what they've allowed. Last point on customer service be mindful of your tone. Be mindful oh, of your tone. Be mindful of your tone. If you know that your tone is bad, if you know that your tone is not welcoming, You need to work on that. Like I always say, take a class, YouTube, anything to work on your tone. Incorporate someone who has a very nice tone and ask them what skill set is needed. And you need to know yourself. What is the issues that you have within yourself that is stopping you from being successful? And be willing to share that information with others if you're safe with them, because that can also improve their business. Before walking away from a black business, especially on my Facebook page, Ursula Joyce, woods people are posting their businesses on this live so we can patronize them no need of you saying oh that business oh they're horrible no maybe this is the opportunity to dm them and say hey is it okay if i share with you some feedback about your business You guys give them two positives and then one negative, two positives and one negative that you appreciate about that business. Even if it's nothing more than I love the decor, however, the front desk help doesn't always understand the products that are being sold, so they need to be educated in that area. And then business owners, be receptive to the feedback because this could help. So I even welcome you as the community. Go to my Facebook page, Ursula Joy Woods. And if you've been serviced by me and you would like some things to improve in my business, I am open to listening. I will not penalize you. I'm definitely open because I want to improve. One of the
3: things that when you say customer service, and I'm mm-hmm. going back to what you said and I was always taught when you go to a business and especially have a business that has a receptionist, that receptionist will will make or break your business.
5: Yeah, ooh.
3: The, your ooh, yes. receptionist will make or break your business. How she treats you when you come into that business will, will set the tone for the whole business. Yes. Yeah. She has a nasty or he has a nasty attitude or don't it it will it will set the whole tone and then if I see that I'm going like no nah, I don't think I need to be here.
5: Right. Right. And I
3: was always taught as a receptionist, you know, you 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 have that welcome because you're welcoming people into the business.
5: Yes. And so what are the type of, just name two things, if you don't mind, Bev, that you like to see customer service-wise when you're being greeted.
3: Well, I like to see a smile. Oh, yes. Yeah. May I help you? How, how may I help you? Yes. You know, you have a, a pl- pleasant voice, a smile, and well, okay, this is going to be okay. Okay. It, so yeah. It sets, it sets the, the tone. tone for your business. If you have a person who has a nasty attitude or care, and especially you come in person on his phone.
5: Mm-hmm. No, 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 Ooh, no, no, no whoa, no, whoa, 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 Slow down. No. And you want them off the cell phone. Yes. You're Give best, you yeah. eye contact.
3: Thank you. Look me
5: in my eye and talk to me. Be able to communicate with me that's good those are good okay I was writing those down yeah. guys so Bev has given us great uh customer service tips she was saying that make sure that the person and even if that person is you has a pleasant voice I,
3: I, I miss, I'm hiring I miss, for
5: reception right now you know what
3: I miss I miss Ooh. Mary who when we when we downsized we eliminate we eliminated our 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 lobby yes but Mary and, and Miss Hattie they always had they greeted you with a smile. May I help you? How can I do? I'm gonna find out for you. And she would get, Mar- she would get up and go. Oh, and Mary would come Mary was yes. good. Mary was so awesome. You know, Mary came in after Miss Hattie, but Mary was so awesome that you, and you remember her, Ursula. Yes, she, she yes. She would get things for you. you. Need some coffee? You need this? You need that?
5: Yes. And it sets the tone. It sets the tone. And it gave people expectations on how things are going to flow once they were at iHeartRadio. Exactly. And to be honest with you, you all have a lot of dignitaries that come into the radio. I'm talking about, you know, national and local dignitaries as well as. Um, politicians and famous people you know in the sports yeah. entertainment industry and so because of that I really like the nice touch of having the receptionist here and she was very 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 pleasant so I think that having someone who has a pleasant voice you don't even have to call them in for an interview when they call yeah. you and if they sound crazy over the phone you think they're gonna do better when they come for an interview um smile making sure that you have someone who has a pleasant smile and a pleasant look about themselves and then last, but certainly not least, is stay off the cell phone. Make sure that when someone comes in, is they're there, you're making eye contact with individuals. Yeah. You're not like, oh, hey, how you doing? Oh, yeah, you can take a seat. Make sure you get out your driver's license, all right? No. Right. No. <laughs> you want to say, hello, good morning, everybody. Welcome in. You know, oh, I see you, Mr. Jones. This is your second or third time here getting ice cream from us. You know, we welcome back. You like that chocolate, don't you? Because if you're engaged with your clients – Then they can pick up on that energy. Nothing worse, and and all of y'all have done this Mm -hmm. and have experienced this. And if you hadn't, keep living. Who has walked into a room and felt like, oh, either somebody they just got into an argument, or they talking about me, or you know what I mean? Yeah, like you can feel that awkwardness. And then everything that happens from that point forward, forward, you're gauging it from what's already in your mind. So then, think about it: people are paranoid, and some people are off, but mm-hmm. some people may be right. Mm-hmm. But if you have a nice, cust- if you have a nice person that customer service, then that's going to beat all that down. Oh, hello, Miss Mary, how you doing? Sign in here. Come in, take a seat. We'll be with you in one moment. Doesn't take but a second. It doesn't. And it then doesn't. you sit back down, and you can be back on your phone. Someone who asked a question is Hugh Balthrop with Sweet Magnolia. He's out at Crosstown Sweet Magnolia Gelato. He asks, how do you handle, as a business owner, online criticisms? Okay. Mm. So here's my tip for that. Number one, dispute it with Yelp or either Google if you feel like it's duplicative or if it's inapplicable to that situation. Number two, make sure that you comment back and give a response, right? Number three, take heed to the criticism that is being given to you and actually research what's the best resolution. Sometimes the best resolution is contacting the client and simply asking them what do they suggest in this moment since they're the one experiencing it. The next tip is, if it is a good ballot complaint, you can't dispute it, then address it right there by responding and being truthful about your response and tell them what actions were taken. And sometimes a simple apology will go a long way. After you've improved in that area, and you've had enough uh, customers that have experienced that improvement, I would specifically have clients come back and make positive comments regarding that particular experience, Mm -hmm. you understand? So Mm -hmm. if someone said, had a complaint against me that said, well, Ursula didn't return my calls. Well, I would put things in place to make sure that I'm now returning calls timely, do that for four to six weeks, See if there's been improvement in my customer service. Get feedback from my clients. And then if clients are having good experience, I'd say, hey, Bev, you've been working with me for the last two months. You said that my response time has been amazing. Do you mind giving me a positive review? And then I will send you the link, which and Yelp does offer. Um pre-links, you know, or links directly to give comments to your page. And then that way it'll start building your score because you're giving great customer service. The next is if you're having a negative customer service um, from someone, First, give them the opportunity to improve on that instead of simply going in and giving them a negative review immediately. Unless it's just something completely egregious, you know, like mm-hmm. when people just mm-hmm. lost their mind. But if you give the business owner opportunity to correct that, then that helps them more than just simply a negative review. You know, But then you got some people with hard head and you got to go in and give them a negative review and let them deal with it that way. Go
3: ahead. Good advice. We are talking this day with Attorney Ursula Woods. We are talking business. Attorney Ursula, when we take a break, we have some listeners who want to talk to you this day. Let's talk to the listeners. Let's talk to the listeners. All right. We invite you to call 535-9342, 535-9342 to get into Attorney Ursula Woods. We are going to the other side of the Bev Johnson Show, brought to you by Washington Brothers Roofing. It's going to rain again. Yeah, it is. Call Washington Brothers Roofing at 901-486-0609. That's 901-486-0609. You're listening to
1: WDIA. whether you're in Arkansas, Tennessee, or Mississippi, on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Thank you for listening to The Bev Johnson Show on WDIA Memphis.
0: 444, let us be your voice. BeYourVoice.com.
3: Good afternoon and welcome back to the second half of the Bev Johnson Show on this Monday, August 14th, 2023, as we asked the expert, our expert in the House is attorney Ursula Woods. From Preferred Title and Escrow and the Bankruptcy Firm, 901 Rec. Going to our phone lines, let me say happy belated birthday to my friend, my jive-ass friend, Ron Kent. Over the weekend had a birthday and also his wedding anniversary, his lovely wife, Carolyn Kent, celebrating 44 years of wedding bliss. So happy birthday and happy anniversary, y'all. Hope you had a wonderful, wonderful anniversary. Going to our phone lines, Attorney Ursula, to talk to Julianne. Hi, Julianne. Oh, hi. How you doing? Doing well. What do you say?
4: Um, Well, actually, I I do apologize. I'm not calling about the subject, but it was what the subject you were talking about earlier or the young man mentioned about you going on one last grown folks travel trip. Yeah. Uh, Now, I'm not on social media, so I just want to find out how I can find out if you go, you know, see, yeah,
3: well, well, what, yeah. We, when we get it all together, we'll, 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 I'll let you know, and we'll also post it on uh, our Facebook. Yes, yeah, I'm not on Facebook.
4: Will y'all be, like mention on the radio? Yeah, I will.
3: I will. I will. Okay. Yes.
4: Okay. Okay. Thank you.
3: You're welcome. Bye bye. WDIA. Hi, Beverly. Hey,
4: Bab. Bev. How you doing? I'm
3: doing well today, Beverly. How about you?
4: Oh. Uh, Doing pretty good. Hi, Ms. Ursula. Hello,
5: Beverly. I'm doing
4: good today. How are you? I'm doing okay. I've been listening kind of off and on, but what prompted me to call is that I heard you all talking about customer service. Yes. And I had to call in. I am a strong advocate of providing good customer service because you never know when you're going to be on the other end.
2: Mm -hmm.
4: When you need somebody to provide, provide good customer service to you, if you're in the public, you need to be conscious of how you treat people. Me being in the medical field and dealing with people, all my slogan to myself was, I want to always treat people the way I want to be treated or the way my family, or loved ones are treated. I want to tell you some of the things that are my pet peeves with customer service. I hate going to a place and a person is on the telephone Mm -hmm. and they don't acknowledge me.
2: Mm -hmm.
4: All I expect, if you don't do anything but just hold up your finger, that let me know you see me and you acknowledge that i'm present another pet peeve i hate to be in the store and i ask somebody where something is especially this has happened like with young people and they say i don't know i just started working here i don't i don't care about that what i expect you to say is i don't know But let me find out for you. Let me see if I can get somebody who does know. I don't like to be somewhere, particularly at a doctor's office, and I'm being talked over. You know, I'm trying to talk and make a point, Mm -hmm. but they're talking over me. Mm -hmm. I I don't like that because that's so disrespectful. I don't like giving me a rush job. I don't like making me feel like I'm a bother, you know. With cashiers sometimes in department stores,
2: mm-hmm. you
4: know, have those sour attitudes, like they don't want to be on the job,
2: mm-hmm.
4: and they—you can just feel the coldness, the coolness, like you are a bother. In the fast food industry, especially <laughs> drive-through. These young people, I tell you, they don't get enough training with customer service cuz a lot of them they don't greet you and they don't say thank you. And when you do hear it, it's like a shock. Mm. And that's you're not used yeah. to it.
3: And Beverly, that's why I love Chick-fil-A.
4: That's what that was going to be my Next point. Chick-fil-A. I love
3: to, I love how they train those young people.
4: Yes, and I don't understand why other businesses don't take note of yes, that yes and train their people. But I sometime and I don't mean this in a mean way,
3: mm mm-hmm.
4: a lot of times I think it's the caliber of people that's hired.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm.
4: You got to be particular and I don't mean that in color. I I don't mean that at yes, all. Exactly.
3: I know what you're but, saying.
4: But you know, there are people, some young people who know how to carry themselves. Yes. You know, they have pride in themselves, Mm -hmm. and they are polite, and they've been trained, and then there are some people who have not been trained, and there are some people you can try to train, and they still won't do right.
3: Right, exactly.
4: You know, so customer service customer service is nothing like it used to be back in the days you know customer service was 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 good you yes. got good customer service mm-hmm. but nowadays <laughs> you don't get it too much you really don't and, and i think it's a shame and i was just so impressed when i was listening to uh Miss Ursula, you know, go mm-hmm. over some things about positive customer service, and I mm-hmm. said, "Let me call in and give mm-hmm. my little two cents about thank what, you, you things yes. that pet peeves me and the things that mm-hmm. I have observed out you know, in the marketplace. All thank right. You. Thanks for taking my call, Bev. And you ladies have a beautiful and blessed day. It's uh, what's his name, Ch- Prince Charles. I want to words. You know, people get sensitive when you steal their words and don't acknowledge them. So yeah. I going to acknowledge Prince Charles. Uh, you all have a good one.
3: You too, Beverly. Bye okay. bye. W D I A. Hi, David.
1: Good afternoon, my most beautiful African Violet. How are you doing today, my sister?
3: Good afternoon, my brother. I'm doing fabulous. How about you?
1: I'm doing. I'm doing. I ain't gonna. No, I ain't gonna steal that from you. I'm doing well. I steal from you all the time. That's so all right. That's what You can practice.
3: steal from me. I don't have any problem with that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, little daddy does. I got to be careful. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, hey. Good. Hey, good afternoon, attorney.
5: Good afternoon, David.
1: How are you today?
5: I'm doing well. In yourself.
1: Doing well. First of all, I want to got a few thank yous. Uh thank you for that Hampton man that graduated. And I want that that, that 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 dude that was in your studio there, Colin Howard the Mecca, I want him to know that this is what a Hampton man looks like. What's that what's that city council name was in your studio uh that jumped all on me? Uh city- oh oh, oh oh Martavius what's this, what's
3: Jones, this? Councilman My, Jones. Oh I <laughs>
1: I know there was a reason why I forgot his name because he went to the Mecca, Howard University. Mm-hmm, but anyway,
2: mm-hmm.
1: the, the the Hampton men are are are, are strong and, and I look forward to him becoming an attorney. Absolutely. Um, attorney I do Erkin. too.
5: So yes, he's doing well.
1: <laughs> great, great. Uh let me also say I was I was out with some friends and they showed me some pictures of you in the motherland.
5: And they were beautiful. Oh wow! Thank you. Yes, I went with Mount Eden Baptist Church to Ghana back in uh, November. Mm. Yeah, it was it was an, yeah. it was a beautiful experience. I really think that people should more. I th- I think everyone if over the age of thirteen should probably go back to the motherland. Mm. It's very important to go and learn your culture firsthand. And they have churches. Oh no as doubt. Well. If they ever have yeah. a church trip, you should definitely take advantage
1: yeah I had a um, friend back in the day who went he said the first thing I did was kiss the ground mm-hmm. and cry yeah, oh. yeah and he went and he went through Ghana as well um yeah one other thing before I get into the um the um discussion um I happened to pick up Bev an old black business directory mm-hmm. and guess who was on and guess who was on one of the people that was on the cover of it
3: who
5: was that
1: she She's sitting right there in your studio.
5: It was, I think, I think, <laughs> you, Attorney yeah, you, I think it was yeah. me, Leah Wooden, and then it was two other guys. Was it me and, was it four people?
1: It was about four people. Yep. It was. It Leah was. Wooden, yes.
5: Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you've been and in Cherry, this game a long time. I think, I can't
5: think of the guy's name, but yeah. Yes, I... Yeah, I've been practicing in, in the area of real estate for 25 years, had my own firm for 17. So yeah. I've been around the blocks a couple of times with this business thing.
1: I I, I want to say thank you for I've enjoyed listening to you. I'm actually have emailed a lender on a deal we trying to work and mm-hmm. I hate waiting. I swear I do. But in any case, um, I've enjoyed what you shared, the educational part of it. I think, you know, oftentimes I have to remind African-Americans when they complain about other African-Americans in regards to customer service. I say, well, you know, you have to remember that the Better Business Bureau was not created for black folks. It was created for white folks mm-hmm. and a business issue. And so you need to remember that we're not the only ones that have issues in regards to customer service. Now, it, it, it hurts more. Yeah. A lot of times. Because the first thing we say is that well, they black, why they you know, I can get this bad of treatment from white folks, that kind of thing. I think that customer service in general, attorney and bev mm-hmm. has gone down in general. Mm-hmm. Um I mean I was listening to Mrs. Cox, when I go to I take my phone now to to Walmart and search for myself. I don't even ask. Because I know they don't know. Yeah. And they don't they don't budget for customer service either. Look how big they are. You know, mm-hmm. I I I I found this great piece of software. I was looking at it over the weekend for something I'm doing, and it was all in English. And I said, "Now, how can I contact these people?" "Babe, you know where they located where the Czech Republic." "Wow, wow!" <laughs> and they only got email. You mm. can't call them folk up. Mm.
5: Yeah.
1: Folk that they ain't budgeting for 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 customer service, attorney. They yeah. I know we ain't. We, we just want to get the product out and, and collect and all of that. Mm. I think that we need, Bev, and I said this before, somebody else should, maybe on your show. Yeah. We need our own type of better business bureau for the complaints well, we have for black business.
5: Well, we do have the, um, the black business association, but aside from complaints, I think that we also have to be able to build one another up or either simply call the business itself We've gotten some, so for everybody that's listening, we've got some great tips for customer service. Be kind on purpose. Be intentional about being kind. If you do not know how to give good customer service or if you're constantly getting complaints regarding your business and customer service, you need. it's time for you to either hire a customer service agent, someone who has experience in this area. You can go to Indeed. Um, just, I'm just naming that company because that's who I use. But you can advertise on multiple platforms for someone who can manage customer service and look for someone who either already has a degree, that skill set or experience. You may say, well, I don't have the money to do that. Then now it's time for you to learn how to lead that by taking a class at LeMoyne or Southwest are some of the business schools that are around here or even YouTube or either Google, which is which I've been talking about. So if customer service is a sticking point, definitely listen to the tips that we're given, but take it to the next level by actually being trained. So going back, be kind on purpose, be intentional about making eye contact, make sure the person who's greeting is also acknowledging a person when they enter a business, make sure that if your staff members aren't all trained on the products that are being answered, offered instead of saying, I don't know that they're saying, I can get the answer for you just one moment, go and get that person or either whoever the whatever the resource is and giving it to the client. And when someone is speaking, do not cut them off. Men and women do not cut off another person when they're speaking because that can be annoying and can be considered rude and bad customer service. And uh, uh, Cedric Webster pointed out being consistent. He said being consistent is even better mm-hmm. than being perfect because they know what to expect. So being consistent in your delivery of your customer service is also important. So David, thank you. Let's get back to customer service in our businesses because it is important. Well,
1: let me let me let me say this. Let me say this. And I appreciate all of that and I welcome all of that, but it's gotten to the point that we need something from a collective. We need if the Black Business Association that, that's not one of the Black Business Association's job at this time. That's not something that they do at this time. What you mean work on develop
5: customer service?
1: Know, work on handling or uh, a, a a organization that also handles complaints from one person to a black oh, business. And I, hear even black, oh. I, I hear in my, because I got black business people that are friends, and I even hear among some of them the complaints about other black businesses and why they don't do business with right. black business. So I think at this point, it should be something that we can handle or, or work with as the same as. The Better Business Bureau.
5: Interesting. Because
1: I, I have not had, most of the time when I deal with black businesses, I have an issue, I say I got an issue, and this is the issue, and can we resolve it? There right. are some businesses that I, didn't, I don't go back to, and then there's others that say, okay, we'll do this. And I say, okay, fine, and we'll go forward from that standpoint. That's what I'm talking about. But I I, yeah. I do agree, all those things are important, but if you're a small business and a startup, you may not be able to afford those consultants. Right. right. That's the reason why you I was suggesting that what they go in about? and
5: educate themselves via YouTube or Google. YouTube is really your friend when it comes to educating yourself. They have a lot of free courses. Good yeah.
3: Good point. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good Thank good you, point. David. Thank you, David. Thank you. Bye-bye. Prince of the Charles.
0: Say my name. Say my name. How mm-hmm. you doing, my love? Doing well,
5: Prince. And you?
0: Ooh. I'm on the top shelf. Attorney Ursula, how are you doing?
5: Yes, I'm doing well. I'm doing well.
0: Great, great. Good afternoon to your callers and listeners, as always, uh, Miss Miss Woods, you have knocked it out of the park when you talked about customer service because I think everybody probably has a bad, great customer service all the way down to poor pit customer service. And when you, when uh, miss Beverly, and Miss Beverly, you're welcome to use my words. I, I will not charge you for it. I don't have a trademark on it. Maybe I should get a trademark for it. But um, you're welcome to use it. Hey, Ms. Um, Miss, Miss, uh, Woods, when mm-hmm. you were talking about customer mm-hmm. service, I, I had the one percent call in. Normally, I just like to listen to you talk and, and take notes and apply it to my life when possible. But today, I know all about it. And when Ms. Beverly and Bev Johnson both said, you know, Chick-fil-A customer service is second to none. Um, I don't know if you have ever been on a cruise, but I love going cruise, on, on cruises. And the customer service that I get on the cruise, especially with Carnival, is also second to none. You want to talk about people going far and beyond to service you? These are some of the people that go out of the way to get that five-star rating. But I just wanted to throw them out there. But, Ms. Woods, I will say this. In our community, and I don't know if you have seen this, but I know dealing with our community and the customer service, they need to have people who work for these companies, and I'm talking about the major corporation like McDonald's, Burger King, and all those combined, and send someone out there to do an investigation on how they handle customer service. And I'm going to give you a prime example. I went, I'm i not going to give the company name, but I went into one of the restaurants, and when I got up to the register, the lady had the phone up to our head, and I'm sitting there waiting on her to, to get done with our conversation. And she was in a full-blown conversation. And she looked at, and it, I can't you not, she looked at me and said, what you want? And I said, I'm waiting for you to get off the phone, ma'am. Well, I, I'm on the phone. What, what do you want? I can, I can talk to her and take care of you at the same time. I said, well, I didn't come in for you to be on the phone and to take, take care of me, either one or the other. You know, she looked at me and said, well, I can help the next customer. I said, let me talk to your manager. The manager came out. I said, ma'am, your customer, your, uh, your employee is on the phone. And I would like for her to take my, my uh, undivided services. attention. A, yes. You know what the manager told me. What? <laughs> she said she'd be off the phone in a minute, but if it's anything else that you'd like to go, you can go to the drive-thru and we'll take your order from that phone. This is the manager. So what I'm saying, Doc, I'm, uh, I'm, sorry, I'm about to call you Dr. Alpha, uh, attorney, was in our community, the customer service are piss poor. That's and I'm great. not saying that to all of them but they just, they will not give you the performance that you expect if you go to other restaurants and other Well, whoa whoa,
5: whoa, 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 before, well, I'm sorry. I know I'm cutting you off.
0: Um, but but, right but,
5: but I, there's bad customer service everywhere,
0: including- That's in, true. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I agree, I agree. But I just noticed we're not in a position to have uh, bad customer service. If you want your, to me, if you want your business to grow, you got to always be on point. And a lot of times I don't even go back to them and I tell people to stay away from them. This is just what I have experienced
5: yes. mm-hmm. in, in my lifetime.
0: But I just want to say that was just one of the, that was point on. And I just wish that customer service would step the game up because we don't have to buy from you. We don't have to show up to your place of business ever again. And I know I want, the way you treat me the first time is going to be to the point if I come back for it a second time. And many times I don't show up. And that's a lot of companies that I have. But as always, Bev, I want to thank you and Attorney Jones for allowing me to speak. Miss Beverly. Woods. I want you, Miss Beverly, uh, Miss Woods, uh, to have a beautiful, blessed, safe, and healthy day. Everyone, take care.
3: Thank you, Prince Charles. We are talking with Attorney Ursula Woods. And hold on, callers. We're going to get you as we get ready to wrap things up on business this day. 901-535-WDIA.
1: We're asking the experts on the Bev Johnson Show, only on WDIA.
0: Jeffrey Osborne, and I want to congratulate AM 1070 WDIA on your 75th radio anniversary. You've been there for me since the beginning of my career. Thank you for allowing my music to be heard all throughout Memphis. You will forever be our goodwill and good time station. Celebrating 75 years of black radio with the heart and soul of Memphis. 1070 WDIA
1: listening to the Bev Johnson show here's Bev Johnson and we've been talking about black
3: business with attorney Ursula Woods in the house attorney Woods good show today last words and wrapping up this afternoon
5: Um, last words first and foremost thanks guys it's been a beautiful um, ride to be in business for 17 years and, and continue to continue to grow I wanna thank the Memphis community for welcoming me with open arms. I'm very grateful to be able to service our clients. As you may know, I'm an attorney, I practice real estate law, wheels, estate planning, bankruptcy, and we've added personal injury under the firm name, 901 Car Rec. So if you have a closing refinance purchase, if you know someone who has financial struggles in the areas of bankruptcy, or if you know someone who's had a car accident, please have them to give me a call. I'm attorney Ursula Woods. I have a law partner, attorney Monica Johnson, and then our newest attorney, she gets sworn in tomorrow, Miss Lexis Morrison, Lexis Morrison. So we're all standing by ready to serve our community with a spirit of excellence. We are kind on purpose. We are intentional. We have pleasant voice. We're going to greet you when you come in. We're going to return your telephone call as attorneys. It may take us 24 hours to return the call, but we do. Um, so with that said, I just ask for you to continue to support us in our business as we continue to support the community. Our number is 901-541-HELP. That's 901-541-4357. And my final words, I want to give three birthday shouts out to Marsha Henderson. She's a real estate agent. Happy birthday, Marche. A happy, ber- a happy belated birthday to Joseph Jackson. He's a police officer as well as a real estate agent, as well as an HBCU grad, Lane College. So shout out to Joe Jackson. Happy belated birthday, Joe. And then last but not least to my brother from another mother, Mike McGee. Happy early birthday to Michael McGee. He's a real estate investor, also a business owner, and one of the tips I know if he was here, he would give is always research. He believes in educating himself mm. and it's your dream, not somebody else's. He had a vision for downtown, invested in downtown and other businesses, and it has served him well. So sometimes other people may not see your vision, but you see your vision and you believe in it and move forward with that. So that's my final words. I'm Ursula Woods, attorney at law. Give me a call at 901 901- 541 help. That's 541 4357 so that we can continue to serve you. Sounds good. Good job today, Attorney thank Ursula you. Woods.
3: And thank you, callers. Thank you, listeners, for joining us this day on The Bev Johnson Show. We do, we really do appreciate you. So until tomorrow, please be safe. Keep a cool head, y'all, and don't let anyone steal your joy. Until tomorrow. I'm Bev Johnson, and y'all keep the faith.
1: The views and opinions discussed on The Bev Johnson Show are that of the hosts and callers and not those of the staff and sponsors of WDIA.